Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle Walker with Randy Martinson, Martinson Ag. We are seeing a lot of red on the crane board this morning. Livestock futures, uh, hogs are higher, cattle are mixed. And Randy, let's start off with grains. Pull the Band-Aid off right away here. Corn, more new contract lows. Is this the range that we're seeing in Argentina or what is the pressure point? You know, I think that's a lot of it, but I mean, you know, also some slow demand on, on the U.S. side of things. And, you know, right now we're looking at, you know, decent rains coming into play. We're looking at a little bit slower demand. You know, the market just seems to be kind of collapsing on, on itself. And, you know, hopefully we can start finding a little bit of a bottom in this market. You know, demand in the U.S. hasn't been terrible, although, at, you know, we're hoping ethanol can get back up to, you know, a million barrels a, a week here or a day. So hopefully the, the ethanol report starts to show a little bit better or a little more uh, recovery after the cold snap that we saw. Okay. But they've gotten some rain in Argentina more in the forecast and talk about what's going on in Brazil with their planting. You know, you know, that's a good point, too, with Brazil. I mean, you know, they're looking at harvest is moving along good for the soybeans. Their planting is ahead of their pace. pace. That's helping to get, you know, the corn planted and the idea that they're going to plant more corn. And, of course, it, just like here, when things start going, they're growing good. You're going to plant more of the crop that you're into. So the idea is maybe that Brazil is going to see an expanded as far as their safrina corn acres are concerned. And, you know, with Argentina, they are looking at getting some good general rains over the next five days, start well, starting tomorrow. And that certainly is going to help after seeing all that heat. Now, a majority of their corn is in pollination, so there likely was maybe a little damage done, but this rain certainly is going to make a difference. So as we mentioned, we took out the contract low. Where's the next area of support here on the charts in March corn? In March corn, you know, I, I mean, we're running close to be running out of time. I think part of what the sell-off is that we got a lot of guys with basis fixed contracts that are going to have to have something done too here in the U.S. But next support line is going to be somewhere around that 425 to 430 area. And, you know, we're not far off of those levels right now. And it does look like the market's destined to test them. Right. Um, and the deferred contracts have been going down to meet where the last one went off the board, right? The last contract. We are losing the carry in the market as each month yeah. comes in. So, yeah, that's exactly right. Soybeans, uh, are we going to test the contract low there? We're seeing double digit losses this morning. And are we seeing the same factors as far as South America weighing on the bean market this morning? You know, we, I think we are. You know, we're going to have CONAB numbers out tomorrow, and and I think that'll help bring a little light to the, the soybean market as well. But again, harvest is moving along pretty good in Brazil. Yields are low. I mean, we're still looking at 10 to 15 percent lower than uh, production than last year. But we're seeing, you know, again, the rains coming to Argentina. Again, most of the crop is in the pollination stage, and you know, some sort of critical crop development stage anyway. But this rain is certainly going to help. And I think that is certainly weighing on the market. And yeah, I think we are, you know, a week ago, I wouldn't have thought we were going to test the contract lows in soybeans, but now I wouldn't be so sure. Yeah. And we, Minneapolis, we had already made contract lows this morning. It has. You know, we're still hitting lows and those. The other two weeks are still holding up above, I believe, their contract lows. But it just seems like the funds continuing to sell. They have no reason not to be selling this market. And there isn't anything in stepping in front of it to slow them down. Yeah, no doubt. The specs have been rewarded here, pushing the short side of the market in all the grains, haven't they? 
They have. I mean, yeah, every one of them. They just seem to be able to have a, a carte blanche to, to be able to sell, a, you know, at will at this point. And you would think that going into spring, we'd start bringing a little bit of weather premium or some, uh, you know, uncertainty premium into these markets. But at this point, the market doesn't seem to be too worried about where our acres are going to fall in the U.S. or where our production is. They're mainly watching what's going on in South America. Right. Uh, the You mentioned the CONAB numbers, but we do have USDA. Um, supply and demand report coming out here on Thursday or tomorrow. So any expectations and are we positioning a little bit ahead of that or not? You know, maybe a little bit. We're not looking for anything big out of the February report. It's just kind of a tweaking of numbers. And right now it does look like there's going to be minor changes with wheat. You know, soybeans look like uh, stocks could go up a little bit. Um, you know, I would bet that we might see exports tweaked a little bit in those markets, but not for, for the U.S. numbers, not looking for anything big. Um, I'm actually looking for a little bit more movement coming from CONAB numbers just to see what they do with Brazil's production. Yeah, uh, the USDA has been slow stepping the South American crops, so we probably shouldn't expect them to do anything different, right? No, I think you're right. I mean, they're going to go slow. They're going to wait till they get some more, you know, solid numbers. And, and we should be getting some pretty good numbers out of the harvest right now since it's moving fast in Brazil. So for the soybeans and for the first corn crop. So we should get a pretty good handle on those two. It's the second Safrina crop, you know, that second corn crop that is really going to be the wild card. Cattle market. Uh, we made new highs for the move yesterday again in both live and feeder cattle futures. Live cattle, at least, are seeing just a little bit of consolidation today. That market looking a little tired, or is it waiting for cash to develop for direction? You know, I think it's both. I mean, the market is tired. I mean, it, it's run up pretty good. I mean, we're, we're above, our, I believe, our 67% retracement in both live cattle and feeder cattle from the losses from the September, December. So the market has run, has recovered really nice. You know, we got the reports out of the way. So I do think the market is tired, but live cattle are also looking to see where cash is going to trade. That's going to be the really big thing moving forward is just how uh, accepting the consumer is going to be to pay these higher prices for the beef again. Over in the feeder cattle market, I think the lower corn market is certainly helping to put some underlying support in that. Not only that, Randy, but cash market at these uh, sale burns has been pretty much on fire, hasn't it? It's been wild, you know, seeing, you know, five weight calves going for over $3, you know, and, you know, yeah, it's costing a lot to keep these lots uh, full. And that, I think, you know, means that we got to see a little bit more of a push in that uh, live cattle market, because right now there's not a lot of reward for putting calves in the feedlot. Hogs have been down, I think, four or five days here, but we're seeing just a little bit of a bounce here today. Is that just short covering or, you know, we talk about the dollar being a little weaker today and maybe is that helping? I, I think it is. You know, we've been seeing, you know, some good exports, so the dollar is going to influence that. I think they were looking to see good exports again tomorrow, and that might be a little reason why the hogs are seeing some strength. We've got the Chinese New Year coming up next week where they're going to be basically out of the market. So I think we might hope to see a little bit more exports this week to kind of make up for next week's, uh, which China won't be in the market. But I do think there is some short covering going on and, you know, spillover from the cattle as well as helping. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. Randy Martinson with Martinson Ag. And that is Markets Now.